0: Welcome to the Becoming Infinite Podcast. I'm Cooper Gillespie, a manifestation, mindset, and abundance mentor, and modern mystic living in California's high desert. I believe every person has the power to create the life of their dreams by tapping into the infinite part of themselves. This show is here to inspire you to do just that. So each week we'll explore tools and practices, rituals and routines that you can use for your expansion. Welcome. I'm so glad you're here. Hey, 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 everyone. How are you all doing today? I am so happy to be here with you. And I just want to thank you for taking time out of your busy schedules to hang out with me. It means a lot. If you are enjoying this show, would you take a moment and give us a five-star review on whatever platform you happen to listen to podcasts on? That would mean so much if you would write a little blurb and just say what you appreciate about the show because that would help more people find us, of course, and it would also be valuable feedback for me. So thank you in advance for doing that. And today, I'd like to talk about seven principles for success and fulfillment. These principles are really key to how I live my life. And I think that once I started employing them, I saw a big change in my life. And so I wanna share them with you. And if you notice a big change in your life after implementing these principles, I would love it if you would DM me or email me and tell me about your experience. All right, so here we go. The first principle is, always know your outcome. You have to know what you want, or you'll just get random results in life, right? And this one is so important because in my work, I see so many people who know exactly what they don't want, but they cannot articulate what they do want. And if you can't articulate what you do want, then how is what you want going to come to you, right? So it's really important to be specific. So instead of just saying something like, I don't want to be broke anymore. Well, what does that mean? What exactly does that mean? What would you like? Not what don't you want, but what would you like? Would you like to make $5,000 a month? Would you like to make $10,000 a month? Would you like a, just a check in the mail for $2,000? What is it? What you have to have a specific money goal and we want to be motivated toward the thing we would like instead of the thing that we don't want. So instead of, I don't want to be broke. We want to say, I want to make $5,000 a month in my business. And this, this doesn't just mean like, okay, I've said it. That's it. No, it's not enough to just know it in your brain intellectually. You really have to be able to picture that thing that you want, hear what it's like when you have it, feel all the emotions and how good it feels when you have that thing. Because if you can't do that, then your subconscious mind doesn't get put on the track to go get it. Words, the universe, the subconscious mind does not respond to words, right? Our words are not what important what is important. What's important is how we feel, the the pictures and the sounds and the feelings that we create, that's what programs the subconscious mind. So if I say want to make $5,000 a month, then I want to see that $5,000 in my bank account. And I want to feel how rich and abundant I feel with the $5,000 in there and I want to hear the waitress at the restaurant be so grateful that I was able to give her a really big tip because I'm making all this money. You see how that goes? And and all the good things I say to myself, like, gosh, I feel I feel so good to feel abundant. Thank you, universe. I love, I love feeling this abundant. Wow, I really feel like a really successful person. This is what success feels like. Ah, oh, it feels so good. You know, all the internal talk that you do yourself too. So it's about what you hear on the outside and about what you hear on the inside, as well as how you feel and what you're seeing as this manifestation comes to fruition. The second principle is take inspired action. And this means actual action, actual physical action. It doesn't mean just feeling good. I think that's one of the things that is not necessarily true that a lot of people got when they started learning about the law of attraction. A lot of people thought, oh, I just have to like visualize this thing and feel good about it. And it's just going to come to me. And that's not exactly how it works. You also have to take the real action. You have to physically act if you want results. So you have to you have to act though from a place of alignment. It can't be from a place of, you know, lack from a place of I'm going to just be really, really busy and hustle, hustle, hustle to make this thing happen. You can't force things to happen. It has to be inspired action. And what that looks like is when you get those pings from the universe, like, hey, I should go do this thing. I don't know why it doesn't seem like anything I've ever thought of doing. But today, I feel like I should go do it. There's a reason why you're getting those intuitive nudges, probably because Your subconscious mind is putting you on the track to get the thing you want since you've clearly stated what you want for your outcome, right? And so it is giving you these intuitive nudges and you may not be consciously aware of how it all connects. You don't need to be. That's the awesome thing about manifestation, right? It's like once you put out there exactly what you want and you've done your work of feeling it and hearing it and seeing it, then the universe just aligns to make things happen in the most wild and wacky ways. And that's part of the fun of it. You know, you can, you can have a plan, but then life always throws something at you that is like even more cool usually than you could even imagine. And so that is really what this is about is take inspired action. When you get those intuitive nudges or those intuitive hits or those pings, go for it. Like, instead of pushing them down, like we've been taught to, a lot of us have been taught not to uh, pay attention to our intuition, pay attention and go, what the heck? You know, you always know what's going to happen if you say no to something, right? But you never know what's going to happen if you say yes to something. And so I encourage you say yes. In fact, I can't remember what book it was I was reading there was some book where it was. It said put little post-it notes that say yes all over your house. And I did that for a while. And it was so fun just finding these post-it places that if were like, yes, with an exclamation point. <laughs> and it just gets you in that mode, that yes mode. So I don't know, it's a kind of a fun little thing to hide post-it notes around your house, like inside the refrigerator, yes, exclamation point. All right. So that's take inspired action. The third principle is pay attention to your results. A lot of people don't want to pay attention to their results because they don't want to see something negative, right? But you sometimes have to see negative things. I think Tony Robbins says something about, you know, you have to, when you're planting a garden, you have to see the weeds, right? So you can pull them out. It's not just about the beautiful flowers that you're growing. And it's the same thing. You have to acknowledge the things that aren't working so that you can adjust course, right? So really important to pay attention to your results and reinforce the things that are working and the things that aren't working, change them. There's no such thing as failure. This is one of the beautiful things that I learned in my NLP training is there's no such thing as failure. There's only feedback. And when you look at failure through that lens, when you look at it as just feedback, feedback for something that's working or not working, then you can evaluate the things that aren't working in very objective terms. It's really not about you. It's just about is it working or not. And when you take yourself out of the equation and you're like feelings and and instead of making it about you, you just make it about what you're trying to accomplish. It just makes everything so much easier to flow through. You think about someone like Thomas Edison who tried seven hundred times to make a light bulb. Imagine if he would have quit. After the first or second or third or fourth or hundredth time, he failed at making a light bulb. We wouldn't have light bulbs, right? Or maybe we would. Someone else would have invented them, but he wouldn't have done it, right? No, he tried 700 times. And on the 700th time, he finally made a light bulb that worked. And I think there's a really great quote from him that says something like, I didn't fail. I just tried to make a light bulb 700 times that didn't work. Something like that. There's a good quote from him. You should look it up. All right. So no such thing as failure, only feedback. The fourth principle is be willing to adjust your behavior, be willing to change course, right? If your outcome isn't reflecting what you'd like it to reflect, then change. (laughs) And that may require you letting go of some limiting decisions or beliefs that you have. And you have to be willing to do that. A lot of people don't want to change. And that's a function of our ego, right? Our ego is trying to always keep us in our routines, keep us doing everything exactly the same because that keeps us safe. That also keeps us small. So when something's not working, you have to be willing to adjust and change. The fifth principle is when you change your behavior, focus on excellence, not perfection. This one is huge. Perfectionism is trauma. It is trauma. It is us trying to make everything okay and make everyone like us from when we were kids, right? If we do this just perfect, if we're just perfect, then everything's going to be okay in my household everyone's going to love me. I might get the gold star, whatever. And what that leads to is inaction and overwhelm and feeling, just feeling bad. And we know in manifestation, how we feel is one of the most important parts. So get rid of the perfectionism and just focus on being as excellent as you can possibly be. It's so funny because when I was a teacher, a lot of times kids would ask like, well, how how much do I need to pass? And that is not focusing on excellence, right? We're not just trying to pass life. We want to get as close to an A as we can. We want to do our best. And so I encourage you to do that, to focus on always being as excellent as you can be. And even if that is not very excellent, <laughs> even if your most excellent is not very good, if you keep trying and keep aiming for excellence, you will eventually become excellent. So always try to, to focus on excellence. And it's really about your own personal excellence. It has nothing to do with anyone else or where they're at, all right? The sixth principle is live your life with gratitude and integrity. This is the way to have success and to actually be able to enjoy success, to actually feel fulfilled when you achieve the things you want to achieve, when you do what you say you're gonna do. That's a huge one. When you say what you mean, that's a huge one. A lot of people don't do that. It's so important. When you can look at yourself in the mirror and really love the person that's staring back at you, really think that that person is cool. And this in life and in business looks like collaboration over competition. Everyone can win in life. You don't need to step on someone in order to get a leg up on the rung of life. We can all help each other up and so, really seeing that there is no competition in this world, there's only collaboration, there's only love, there's only being aligned. You know, when you're aligned, when you're coming from a place of alignment in life and all of your actions and decisions and what you say, then you're living in integrity. That just happens. And then the final step, and this one I think is really important, is to change lives. Once you are Achieving your outcomes, once you are living with gratitude and integrity, once you have found a path toward living a fulfilled life, then I do think it is almost an obligation to help other people, to help other people figure out how to change their lives. And there's a lot of different ways to do this, right? You can just be inspirational to people, post those inspirational memes or whatever on Instagram, right? If you are living your life, on your terms, doing it your way, living fulfilled, then just living your life in that way is going to be inspiring to other people. You don't necessarily even have to do anything. Other people are going to come to you and go, How are you doing this? How are you so happy? How are you so fulfilled? How are you achieving your dreams? Other people are going to want to know. And when you are empowering yourself, uh you're going to become magnetic and other people are going to to look at you and go i i want to i want to be like that too right and so when you achieve your success in your life and your fulfillment in your life i do think that there is an obligation to help other people do the same whether you become a coach or a mentor or you know whether you're just someone who's living a life of inspiration i do think it's important to help other people and to help other people transform and empower, change their lives. All right. I'm going to be having an exciting announcement next week with some information on how you can do just that, how you can help other people and how you can change lives. But I'll save that for next week. As for now, that's all I got. I look forward so much to speaking with you next week. All right. Have a beautiful week. Until next time.